Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome back, Julie Chen. Welcome back, Julie Chen Moonves. Oh, Welcome my back. God. Danielle. Welcome back. <laughs> you all right? Well, I'm too excited. Welcome back, Julie's capri pants. I'm just too excited. Uh, she's got a backyard full of flamingos. <laughs> Her hair's in a kicky pony. Wow. So I thought... We were going to talk about not Big Brother today, but right. we actually have some fresh Big Brother news straight off the bat. Mark your calendars, July 7th. I don't know what day of the week it is. It's a I, Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It's I a Wednesday. It I, I put yeah. it in my calendar already, speaking of marking your calendars, because I was like, great, now I have something to look forward to. Um, it premieres on a Wednesday. It's a 90-minute long episode, and it's another live move-in. So it's so fun and awkward. So we've taken in some good things from previous yeah. versions. Didn't we do a live move in on uh, whatever weird COVID season we just had? All stars, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. So we love that. Um, I'm feeling well, the way I always feel before Big Brother season. Very optimistic, very excited. It's warm here in Toronto finally. The sun wow. is out. So I can leave my house wearing just a light jacket. As opposed to a huge jacket, scarf, and hat. So I'm feeling good. I tell you what, Danielle, just while we're on Weather Island here, it's been a mm-hmm. bit chilly. It's been a bit chilly. <laughs> to, I mean, it's probably the, the low here is probably higher than like what you guys have been experiencing yeah. for, for months on end. I'm going out tonight, you know, but it's, it's I'm, I'm doing outdoor bar situation. I'm going to wear a T-shirt and a flannel and a vest. It's like going to be full Rohan situation. How do you feel about the fact that the CDC has announced that America is pretty much back to normal? I don't like it. I, actually, I don't like it at all. <laughs> really? Because you're traumatized. Now, now the people who have been begrudgingly wearing a mask and were never planning on getting vaccinated are just going to go everywhere. And if there's like someone at the door who's like, yo, you got vaccinated, they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> yep. know. Now it just feels like 50% of the people are going to be running around without a mask on. Coughing. I guess that's what, what's been going on for the last two. Well, how are we already here, Danielle? How are we, we have great news and you bring it down. Well, I don't know. I just thought maybe it was something to celebrate the fact that everyone's getting vaccinated over there. I'm jealous. Well, I think we're done. Everyone's basically done. Everyone yeah. who wants one has one. Everyone who doesn't isn't. And we're just going to be like arguing about that for the next fucking 30 years. It's time for you guys to wrap up all of those extra doses you have in a pretty little bow and send them up north because yeah. we need them. <laughs> I know. Anyways, Big Brother, July 7th. That's a little bit later than normal. How do you feel about how do you feel about a July start? You know, I don't love it because, yeah, it's later. Usually, like, I remember the feeds turn off because they have a July 4th party. So we exactly. have the feeds earlier. So I don't love it, but it's earlier than this past year, which started, I think, like, either late July or in August. So yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm happy to get it. Hey, July 7th, still pretty early. I'll take it. I agree. I do. I do like that there's sort of this weirdness in there with the 4th of July Maybe I have a, a day or two off of work and maybe I can just like cram some feeds yeah. during the holiday. But that's all right. I mean, there will be 
16 hopefuls locked in a hotel <laughs> at a Holiday Inn Express in uh, Burbank, California, in Studio City, California, while all the rest of us are eating hot dogs and hamburgers, <laughs> blowing living each other's hands off. <laughs> Absolutely I will living know it up. that the next year's uh, batch of psychopaths uh, is there. It's very exciting. Uh, did you see that there's a theme this year? I did BB see 23? that. I saw that. I I found the theme absolutely shocking. I can't find it right now, but it's like beach clubhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know why it's beach clubhouse? Because they some, got, <laughs> <laughs> some ding dong over at CBS when they were coming up with themes was like, you know, what's red hot? In the tech world, this app, Clubhouse. And you know what also people love? Beaches. So let's make it a beach clubhouse theme. And now clubhouse months isn't even later. That popular. Exactly. The downloads have plummeted on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. They're desperate for Android users to join up. And it's just not, it's not what they thought it was gonna be. So no. But that's not to say that Big Brother won't be what we we hope it's gonna be. It could be really my, fun. I my, anticipate lots of bikini photo shoots. Oh, my God. So I'm definitely not making a cast <laughs> this year. My thinking is, and I've never been to this place, but famously, if you're hot and you're single and you want to get cast in Big Brother, you got to go to a bar in Santa Monica called The Bungalow. <laughs> you got to. And I've never been to this place, but I'm guessing the vibe is... Beach Clubhouse. Exactly. Sand. Well, this was years ago. There was a house reveal where there was sand on the bathroom floor. And it was an infamous bathroom reveal. And they it was so bad and the reaction was so strong that they ended up not having the sand on the bathroom floor. Do you think they bring it back? No. <laughs> but there's gotta be sand somewhere. Yeah, maybe in the backyard. Maybe they I have like a pool with like a little beach kind of. Or the have not room. Oh. The have not room. You sleep on sand. What is sand other than very, very tiny microscopic balls? Little ball <laughs> Exactly. I mean, what here's the real question. What absolute freaks are they gonna find this year? Oh my god. <laughs> what fucking bleach like <gasps> Bleach brain, fucking bucket hat, Gen Z influencer slash aspiring fascist. Will they find? I don't know. I'm ex I'm excited about a new batch of freaks. Yeah. I'm excited to not see any new faces. One thing, one thing I am a little concerned about for the people, for the great listeners of this podcast. I already made a reference earlier. Are we going to be making too many BB Canada references for? Wow. Our BBUS audience. It's going to turn them off. They're going to be like, how dare you bring up that down the river or up the river, <laughs> <laughs> like Bush League version of the show. It's possible. But then, you know, it's just a tasty little treat, a tasty little inside joke for the, the real ones who listened to the BB Can ones. You know, I think it's going to be more of like, I think BB Canada 9 is going to turn into our new BBOTT. You think, Where you know, you and I will look back like really yeah, fondly, with, yeah. and probably not even deserve, <laughs> like I'm not a hundred percent deservedly. So like maybe 75%. But the cast, you know, you're probably right. Cause the cast made BBOTT and the cast made 
BB can. So yeah, maybe there's going to be a lot of comparison. Um, we'll just have to see. They better bring their A game with the casting. It's a different casting this year. It's also the first year where they're implementing that 50% diverse casting rule. So we will see. We will see. We're excited. We uh, can't wait to be potting again about BB. Here's a question. We appreciate we appreciate the people who stuck with BB Canada. Like not yeah, everyone, definitely. not everyone lives in Canada or pays for a VPN or whatever. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. If you did, if you're not, hey man, we're getting back to your shit. Yeah. What's well, your here's question? A, so yeah. the question I have is, um, so coronavirus is essentially over in the U.S. <laughs> but keeping this in mind, do you think anyone's going to have to wear masks? Like, you know how they have to had to wear them leaving the house? Do you think I that they'll know. continue I mean, with that? By July 7th, that's like that's like seven weeks from now. Probably I hope not. not. Especially I hope not. if like they have to be vaccinated to get onto the show. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I should I, maybe that's how I can get vaccinated. I'm not very optimistic. <laughs> like I'm optimistic that I can like go out and stuff. I, I'm just a bit scared that like I just back to you. Why did you have to bring up the CDC? I was in a mood to not talk about this bullshit. It's hard to ignore. Fucking hour. But you know what? You're right. You're right. I don't ever want to see a TV show or a movie about COVID nineteen or in a world where COVID nineteen happened. So I agree. We should make this podcast a COVID nineteen free zone. So let's going forward. I won't bring it up. Is like if Succession (laughs) season three decided to like make it all about like. How rich people escaped, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, like Roman, like wearing a mask, but not, he's wearing like a mask that like, looks like a mask, but it's actually <laughs> mesh underneath because he wants to <laughs> yeah. like screw. I don't know. Yeah. That's my pitch. Uh, we what can agree. Yeah. We, I agree. Okay. Well, then let's talk about something more exciting and fun. We and wanted sexy. to do an episode. This episode this is going to be so sexy, guys. <laughs> We want. We were planning to do a fucking huge episode, which we're still going to do. And all yeah. of a sudden, this Big Brother news drops up front. We, there is so much not Big Brother stuff that is like key and core to what we are and what we do and what we talk about that we need to talk about on this podcast. Some stuff that's like been in the news lately that we haven't touched on because we're talking about BB Canada. Danielle, right. we have a lot of news. I'm trying to say we have a lot of news. I'll stop fucking vamping. Where shall we just- start? Where should well, we start? There's a lot. I hate to do this after you just did that hole. Oh my God. <laughs> but I just want to say, final note on BB, the cast reveal, I think, I believe is June 24th. June 24th? That's I think. two weeks in advance. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Anything can happen. <laughs> You're right. Um, Anything I think, can happen. I would listen, say that. Maybe, maybe it was June 30th. Uh, that's only a week in advance. I would say that. It, it, if anything, it'll be a week in advance. Yeah. I mean, but it's weird with the holiday. I mean, maybe they maybe they just do it on that Monday coming out of July 4th. <sighs> no, it's before July because I remember being excited it was in June. It's definitely in June. Why are we speculating when <laughs> there's love in the air, Daniel? <laughs> That's so true. This It's not sexy to speculate on dates. You know what is sexy? A former flame. Old flame. <laughs> A music video featuring a kiss on the derriere. A pink diamond 
valued at $1.2 million, an engagement ring, and a whirlwind romance in the year 2021 that takes you to the big sky country of Montana. What are you talking about? I'm talking about J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Okay, I just don't. I just don't understand any of those those detailed references. Oh my god, you you call yourself a Benefer Stan? I'm not a Benefer Stan. Well, I you am should a, be. I am a middle aged Ben Affleck <laughs> Stan. I am well, a my references were amazing. Donuts fan. <laughs> I just pulled some incredible like early odds. First Benefer relationship references out. That's what I was talking about. This relationship was so huge the first time. And now here's the question is, is this rekindling real? Or is it two people who know how to play the media game, who need some good press in their lives, just stoking it for our amusement? Either way, I'm enjoying it. But Yeah, so, so Ben and Anna broke up. I think we covered that. Banana broke up. Jennifer has been with uh, former baseball cheater Alex Rodriguez for a number of years. Were they married or were they just? No, they never actually got married. Yeah. They broke up. He just bought a basketball team and is going to and is going to be a billionaire. And you know what? They both kind of went off and did their thing with, you know, other people and and. I mean, don't we all like you're happily married? Don't one of us all wish we could <laughs> find that one person that it just didn't just the timing didn't work out for? Yeah, I I mean, what if 2021 ended with a J-Lo Ben Affleck wedding? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like on New Year's Eve. Yeah. In instead Times of the Square. Dick Clark New Year's Eve ball drop, it's. J-Lo and Ben Affleck exchanging vows live on TikTok. You would love that. I would love it. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't have anything to say about this other than just being shocked. I mean, what we didn't mention a couple of weeks ago, shocking video from the internet. <laughs> shocking ben British. Affleck was on Raya, which is a dating <laughs> app exclusively for hot tw- early 20-something models and semi-washed up adult male celebrities <laughs> ages 40 and up. <laughs> right. Uh, I cannot. I'm not there yet. I tried. When I was single, I tried to get on Raya. And I, I couldn't even, get an invite. I I can't even handle the rejection, which I know I'm going to get. <laughs> like, it's a 100% chance of rejection. Um, so... I'm not, I'm just not even I'm not even asking. I just I I know I'm not invited to the party. Like don't tell me. Anyways, <laughs> he had matched with a woman. Look it up. A woman. Very very young, very much looks very like a young. model. Yes, and very she beautiful. Unmatched with him? Yeah, she decided, wait a minute. I don't want to I don't want to get involved with Jennifer Garner's baby daddy. I oh, respect God. Alias she, too I much. God. Alias was still in the mix there. <laughs> She's yeah. doing her Capital One commercials. Yeah. And then, but didn't she send something like, hey, it's, like, I don't know if it's you or something like that? I don't know what the context was before, but the, all the context was that she gave in the video she made, this girl, was 
I unmatched him. Then he found me on Instagram and yes. sent me this video. And then he said, yeah. So he finds her on IG and then he DMs her a video and he's like, hey, it's me, Ben Affleck. You know? <laughs> Why'd you unmatch me, bro? <laughs> the level of confrontation that he seems to be fine with, with someone he's never met is honestly something I aspire to. Danielle, you were on the dating apps. Yes. I might be on <laughs> dating apps now. I mean, listen, one thing I'll say in favor of dating apps, I did meet my husband on a dating app. I met my former partner who I was with for many, many, many years on a dating app. Yeah, I had success they can work. Them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I can't really point to many relationships I've had that didn't come about digitally in some form or another. Right. Just the world we live in. Yeah, uh, it's normal. Okay, you match with someone though. Forget mm -hmm. about the last few years. You're, okay. you're back on the apps. You match with someone oh, who's boy. cute, but you're not feeling it. Oh. Unmatch. And then you get a buzz on your IG or maybe your TikTok <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, hey, it's me. I found you. WTF, bro. <laughs> what, what happens? What runs through your head? I would definitely be weirded out. Um Especially if I, if you do the act of unmatching, you don't want the conversation to continue. So it's weird. That's weird. I almost never unmatch with people. I just, I'm like, oh, I'm not talking to you anymore. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a step. You're taking a step and for someone to circumvent that step and try to still get up in your face, it's, it's kind of weird. Absolutely. I wouldn't, you would think if you're an Academy Award winning millionaire. Mm-hmm. With the keys to the Duncan Empire. Exactly. Box seats at every Red Sox game. <laughs> I don't know. You think you would just... It's just weird. It's weird when any guy asks, acts like a desperate freak online. It's weirder when a fucking attractive celebrity, who's also Batman, I haven't yeah. mentioned that, recently is doing, you know, yeah, maybe he's got a dad bod. Lots of women like that. But it's what, why it's, are you being a freak? It's very weird to record, like when you're a famous person who you have to, I mean, especially when you've been as famous for as long as Ben Affleck, I have to think he did not care that people would see this video because to actively send a stranger a video of yourself being like, come on, I'm horny. <laughs> like that was the subtext <laughs> of that video <laughs> to, to just send that. And you, I mean, you have to know that she's going to make it public. She's going to make a little... Well, TikTok out of it. I mean, this is why celebrities don't leave the house or they go yeah. out in like they do the casino thing where they get into a car and then that car goes into a garage and they come out in another car and they go to Disneyland. But they go like in the middle of the night when the park is shut down. Like, you know, this is going to get out. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, any do we have anything else to say about on Jen and Ben part two? Yeah. Just happy for them. Again, I'm not sure how real it is, but I'm thankful that someone's trying to give us something new to talk about during this period of our lives. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Love continues to be in the air. We talked about, we've talked about her recently. Kat Dennings is engaged <laughs> to party king, party maestro, party emperor, Andrew W.K., how do we how we feel? They were smooching in some pics. 
So there has been some dunking. People have been have been dunking on the picks. Hmm. How uh, do you feel? So <laughs> this is like I like Kat Dennings a lot. Andrew WK is a name that like I've heard on and off since <laughs> I was I feel twenty years old, and I still don't know what the hell he even does. Is he a singer? So he blew up on the scene in the <laughs> early two thousands with a self titled album, which featured. Uh, uh, his face, like a very high quality photo of his face, but he had been like punched in the face and is legitimately like, bleeding down of his down his face. And I okay. remember, I literally remember going to the CD store with like one of my good friends in middle school, and it was one of those things to like scare parents the way that like right. teen- music for teenagers does. Because at the store, like Sam Goody or whatever, they literally had to put a piece of black tape over the bottom half of the the image right. it's not even that gross yeah by today's standards every man boy and child has seen much worse violent yeah. imagery oh, yeah. walking down the street but it was just one of those like oh he's a hard rocker and his face is all fucked up and bloody and stuff right. and he had a song on it called it's time to party let's <laughs> party and all the songs are about being drunk and partying <laughs> <laughs> okay and that's and just that's his it. thing now that's, that's just his, his thing. thing and then he he kind of turned that into i have no idea if he still makes music he turned it into a full a full like online brand that he's not a brand but like his online persona is just like 10 a.m time to party dude like he just brings up partying all the time in a sort of tongue-in-cheek way in his online persona so he's like I don't know he's, up he's to. like weird al yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like if Isn't Dave he? Grohl were Weird Al. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm looking at pictures of him and I'm like, I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> like, why do I, I know his name. I've seen his name all over town, but I never knew like what he did. I thought, I figured he was in a band. Um but looking at his face, I'm like, this guy, this Joker, I have never seen before. He but is. So, yeah, he's just, he just, you know. So is he's he harmless? Just, yeah, like his whole thing is he's like, I'm a mean mugging, you know, psycho dude who gets bloody in <laughs> parties and my hair's too long. But he's like very tongue in cheek about it and and is pretty silly. And I, don't I know, like cat. I like Kat. I wish her the best. So if this is the best for her, I'm happy for her. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about I certainly don't think about Andrew WK. And uh, <laughs> I don't really think about her. She pops up in a show like WandaVision. I'm like, wow, this I, I hope she's not like this in person. I doubt she is. I bet she's a completely normal person. <laughs> right. But she, you know, she plays a, like a spunky sort of character that I'm like, all right, I've seen enough of this. Yeah. I, I was getting uh, sick of her quips in WandaVision. I'll just say that. That's her. That's definitely her. Her on-screen persona. People were shocked at this engagement, and I was shocked that this many people cared about Andrew W. Was she with Groban for a hot minute? For or maybe, like but you know who years? I know she was with. You know who no. I know she hey. was with. A little someone named Matthew Gray Goobler. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He was on this show called Criminal Minds. And I I went through a real Criminal Minds phase when I was in like either middle school or high school. I've seen this guy. I've seen this guy. He's now he's a freak. 
A hundred percent certified freak. He should be on Big Brother. Um, so <laughs> Goobler Nation <laughs> verified check mark on Twitter. Yeah, he is a freak, but he has. Yeah, he has like like Bachelor Nation. He has a stable of fans who are very passionate about him. I used to be one of them. Um, <laughs> but they were together for a while. So that's all I know about Kat Denning's love life. Uh, moving on. Anything else on Kat Denning's? Do we have any other <laughs> relationship news? Relationship news? I said this to Brett. He did not care. Um, Katie Holmes broke up with her boyfriend, Emilio. Okay. I Now, I didn't know <laughs> that she was with anybody. Yeah. She, this was like her quarantine boyfriend. And, you know, Katie Holmes, We've all had she him. was with, obviously, Jamie Foxx for such a long time. But that was so secretive. It's just amazing I, to see her. I didn't know that. I'm finding yeah. out right now. Yeah. It, people have whispered that because ever since her divorce from Tom Cruise... Um, that stipulated in her like divorce contract was like I, she wouldn't be public with any relationship for at least an X number of years. Oh so that's God. why she and Jamie Foxx had to be so secretive. But that's why everyone was like, whoa, she's just out and about with this guy, like kissing on up, all up on him and holding the hands and everything. So we'll see. Maybe the contract time is up so she can really get out and about. I saw this fact. I'm about to say a state of fact for you, okay. a scientific fact for you. And I heard this a couple of weeks ago, and I almost fucking bought a ticket to New York, bought a ticket to ride the, the Empire State Building, and then jumped off of it. Okay. Suri Cruz is 15 years old. <laughs> yes, I am aware. Young woman. Yeah. She's a, she's a young teen. Um, I'm aware. She can Time drive has a car. Flown. She probably has a fucking like learner's permit. Yeah, she has a Tesla. Oh, I'm sure she has a Tesla. <laughs> I I know. Time flies. Time flies. There's nothing we can do. Siri Cruz looks at us. She listens to this podcast, and then she sees us, and she scoffs. Like she says, "Oh, those are the old people on Big Brother." Why don't they have kids? They're old. They should be parents. <laughs> They're grandparents compared to <laughs> what she thinks is young. You know, we're just, that's something we have to accept. Tom Cruise needs to start playing characters with adult children. Uh, thank you for saying that. I totally agree. I totally agree. A lot of male actors need to do that. I mean, in 2000, when did War of the Worlds come out? 2005, a year before Siri Cruz even graced this planet. He had kind of teenage kids in that one. Yeah. Dakota Fan, it was maybe like eight or nine-ish or whatever. And then there was a son who was- She was great in that movie, by the way. That movie sucked. I can't, I can't, I can't say anyone was good in that movie because the movie was bad. Looking at you, Spielberg. <laughs> I rewatched it earlier last year. Oh my God, Why? Yes, we, I wanted to watch, like, I like horror movies. And I we I also watched um, Citizen Kane. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. he, the original War of the Worlds, let's watch this one. But so oh, I didn't okay. realize. What? <laughs> I didn't make that connection of new 
2005 War of the Worlds <laughs> and 1941 fucking classic radio show. Citizen Kane, but sure. That's a well, double feature. That's a double feature if you not want. Not to bring, listen, not to bring the podcast down again, but I didn't realize because I didn't remember seeing War of the Worlds when it first came out, but it is all about 9-11. No, that movie is depressing as hell. Yeah. People get turned into a fucking mist in that movie. It yeah. is gross and not it's, fun to watch. And it's, But it's like, it's supposed to be about 9-11. It's depressing. I, I didn't care. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Okay. While we're on the subject of Tom Cruise, though, there was a piece of goss about him this week that came out. All right. I'd like to share. So Seth Rogen has a book coming out. um, And in it, he details a meeting he had with Tom Cruise where Judd Apatow was also there, where Tom Cruise was like, the pharmaceutical industry tried to ruin my life. (laughs) And if he was like, if you give me an, if I have an hour alone with you, Seth Rogen, I'll show you that Scientology is actually pretty cool. (laughs) So not a great news, not a great news cycle for Tom Cruise. Luckily, his next Mission Impossible movie doesn't come out for a while. So he'll be fine. I don't think you want to be alone with Tom Cruise. (laughs) No. I think if if you're in like, a group setting with Tom Cruise and there's like 50 people there, I think you're good. I think he's going to act like a normal, jovial person. But yeah. then I think if you're like, go grab a cigarette outside the party and you're just out by the tool shed and he comes over, he's just like, hey man, I'm living a clean life. Ugh. I'm living an immortal life. Mm. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. He's too intense. That's why you want your Judd Apatow there if you're meeting Tom Cruise. Like, that was a smart move on Seth Rogen's part. Oh, yeah. No, you definitely, I mean, this is the thing. You ever come out to Los Angeles and a, a celebrity befriends you, bring a bring a friend. Yeah, bring a, they might, a third person. They might want to get you to sign up for some, <laughs> some literature. Um, oh, that was the breakup, right? Mm, there was a breakup yes. we want to talk that about. Was, Any, that was anything the dump. else there? Um, no, no, nothing else there. All right. Um, another thing that's yeah. that's being broken up with America's relationship <laughs> with with sad dancing clown <laughs> and heart of gold Ellen. You wanted to talk about this. Ellen's well, show is going for a victory lap, and it will be thankfully coming to a close. <laughs> Ellen is walking away from her show. The ratings have been down since, you know, are, are, everyone. Are we are we checking in on the ratings for Ellen's show? <laughs> well, I just read like a headline saying that the ratings are down <laughs> after the after the news about her not being so nice came out. But I watched. Listen, if you want to feel uncomfortable, I highly <laughs> recommend you look up Ellen's interview with I think it's Savannah Guthrie. There's no audience. It's on Ellen's set. And uh, Savannah Guthrie is interviewing Ellen. And it's about like, why would you, why are you stopping the show? Like all this, all these very normal questions you'd ask someone. And it is absolutely fraught. Ellen seems like she's going to kill Savannah Guthrie at any moment. There's no audience laughter to like soften. Cause like Ellen says some stuff where I'm like, okay, if there is an audience here, maybe they'd laugh and this wouldn't seem so bad. But at one point Savannah Guthrie's like, what do you want? What do you think? What did you think your legend was going to be or something like that? Right. And Ellen goes, well, I thought it was be kind, but now it's fuck you. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> it's just so very strange. And like, I only saw clips of it. So maybe the full version isn't so bad, but it's... Ellen comes across as very bitter, very, very bitter for a woman who like, I get it, but it's probably not fun for the tide to turn on you when you've enjoyed such success as like, yeah, Mrs. Nice for so long, but you're so rich. You've had such success. It sucks to go out on a down, but like, it's not that bad. Come on. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So in the last couple of years, it's become very evident and well known that she's like not a great person she's not like sexually harassing people no she's just a fucking asshole she's just a fucking toxic asshole boss yeah an asshole boss and here's the thing we We don't have to send her to fucking we don't have to send her to the a fucking volcano or whatever right she's a fucking toxic asshole boss and everyone has been saying this about her in the industry for years before this became kind of widely public known in the last two or three years right so now she's getting her light comeuppance which is she doesn't get to do this show she has other shows that i'm sure she's still gonna be involved i'm sure in. she'll be doing her i mean and all we've been seeing this with all the talk show hosts whether it's letterman or conan or whoever they never go away <laughs> they never go away it's like oh i'm doing a hulu thing where i'm driving an electric car around the country and i'm talking to the real folks or whatever she'll yeah. still gonna be able to do whatever she wants she can self-fund it which she doesn't even need to she's rich as fucking all hell whatever go away like the show i've never watched this show i I have nothing to say about this because i've literally never watched the show i i'm home i'm home at 2 p.m all the time now but like (laughs) i'm never home i have have no desire to watch like a daytime talk show i would watch it if i was homesick from high school i have a suggestion i have a question please idea is coming to me why have we been as a society because we live in a society why yeah. have we been living in a society that has all of these daytime talk shows aimed at women and why is there not one male one why is there not like okay because it's always been like well women are at home you know because they're right. you know they're homemakers or this or that some m- men stay home men could be homemakers Lots of men work in an office that has has TVs on it. I mean, I work in an office that has three TVs on all the time. Anyway. Yeah. Well, what are they playing? ESPN. Well, there you or go. NFL That's what men are watching when they're at home <laughs> during the day. But why is it there? A, why is it there a men's show? You know, speak of Seth Rogen. I mean, he's got he's got a, his own career. But why isn't some stoner? You know, why isn't there a show aimed at the sort of man who is home at two p.m.? Well, there's doesn't have a job. <laughs> playing video game or oh, well, he's using the TV <laughs> on video games but you know it's like some sort of show for for the stay at home guy or I don't know you know here's the thing I really think very other than The View which occasionally has like moments of brilliance or did at least way back when I watched it but daytime TV is such a wasteland but I really hesitate shooting on it too much because I sort of the same way that I feel bad for women who like get sucked into MLMs is like, if I really do think it is for stay at home moms who are very lonely. So I'm yeah. like, well, if that's what makes them feel like they have like some sort of adult <laughs> communication in their lives, then uh, fine. I'm not going to shit on it too much. Men could be, yeah, I'm not saying that that genre needs to go away or anything. I mean, like, it's, it's bad. Obviously, no, it's, it's so bad. It's pretty much entirely advertising with like, 
some celebrity interviews or like recipes, you know, that's it's what very all bad. shows are. That's what yeah. today's show. Like, that's what every show is. I mean, even the even the, you know, like the Tonight Show or whatever. It's that's mm-hmm. advertising. That's like, all right, well, who's got a movie coming out this Friday or who's got an album coming out this week or who's got a whatever to promote or book to promote? Like, yeah, it's all advertising or PR, which is just advertising. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying that the genre needs it. Obviously, like scratches a major itch or whatever. I'm just saying why, why, why are they all one thing when I feel like now more than ever, there's guys at home with nothing to do at 1 p.m. <laughs> you know what? Pitch it. That's what I have to say. Why don't you pitch yeah. it? Well, yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> if you don't see it, make it. Yeah. Don't dream it. Be it. Fuck yeah. All Listen, right. speaking of toxic work environments, I just think that's the perfect <laughs> seeg into a show that I know Brad has not watched, <laughs> but that I watched that I need to just spend Go a off, minute queen. on. Go off, it's queen. It's called The Big Shot with Bethany on HBO Max. And if anyone doesn't know, Bethany was a former Real Housewife who really struck gold when she invented the Skinny Girl Margarita, which she sold to Jim Beam for like $100 million. She also Hold has... Hold on. <laughs> she invented a low-calorie margarita? Yes. Wow. I didn't know. I mean, because like you see skinny margaritas. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they just, yeah. they just put less stuff in it? She can, it's, well, she whatever. bottled it. She bottled it. Oh, she bottled it. Oh, I yeah. Got you. So she invented a recipe for it. And there's lots of recipes for margaritas. She bottled it. She packaged it. She made the branding cute. And it sold like crazy. Because this was back in like 2010 when saying skinny was not a negative thing. Now you could never, it couldn't, the, the branding can't be skinny. You know, it's just like not yeah, in we, vogue. We want to be bossy. Um, body positive yeah the body positive margarita you can you can sell something that's like low cal you but you'd have to call it like light you'd have to call it like embrace margarita (laughs) (laughs) like embrace yourself but so anyway so she's 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 like a singular (laughs) personality who really was just made for reality tv um like she she's so good at reality tv because she's crazy she has a huge personality. She's whip smart. She's so smart. She's very self-aware. She's very funny, but she's also incredibly toxic. And like, you could never, you could never meet and be friends with this person in real life, but watching her on TV is very fun. So this is her new reality competition show where she's trying to find a new VP of her company, which is like, I don't think it's a billion dollar company, but it's like a several hundred million dollar company. Okay. And yeah, then you need someone with like an MBA and like yeah. a decade of experience running. Yeah. Out, you know, so meanwhile, so, so she has all these people on. In the first episode, she has 10 contestants, right? The first episode, she goes, listen, from what I've seen tonight, they've been there one night. I know that you guys aren't making the cut. And she cuts five of them immediately. So there's only five left. The second episode, she has to cut someone else. And she, bear in mind, she's probably spent like 90 minutes with these people total. She cries over cutting this one guy. And she's like, I just can't do it. I'm giving you the choice right now. You can either go back to your life. And he was like, he owned his own marketing company. Go back to doing that. Or you can be my second personal assistant. (laughs) And he decides to be her personal assistant. So then the next episode, he comes back and he like, like carries her purse around it's 
so weird. And meanwhile, every competition that they do, no matter what they do, she finds a way to make it wrong. So she can, cause she knows conflict is so good for reality TV. So like, you know, they'll, they'll leave her alone when she gets to a photo shoot. And she's like, why isn't anyone coming to me? Why isn't anyone asking me my opinion? I'm the owner of this brand. You sh- you should want my opinion. Then at another competition, she comes in, they're all like, Hey, we're thinking of doing this. What do you think? She's like, you shouldn't ask me. You're trying to get this job. You need to be able to make decisions on your own. So basically this whole show is an audition to work in an incredibly toxic environment for a horrible yeah. person. Can we just get out of, get out of the way and cancel her? <laughs> It's like, like, it's a banana show. Hey, Bethany, in 2029, (laughs) it's going to become widely apparent through the industry that you're a toxic piece of shit to work for. Even though we actually have it all on camera now. Even though Ellen was was waiting until the cameras are off. Uh, it's entirely on camera. That's I'm like, because she's for sure a producer on this show. I'm like, what is she doing? Why is she letting this be seen by people? This... It's just like hashtag girl boss culture and why that's horrible personified. It's an incredible piece of um, television historical. We will look back on this as like, ah, yes, the girl boss era. This is why it was bad. I mean, I'm talking about something I'm literally never going to watch. I know you aren't, (laughs) but I thought maybe someone who listens would enjoy. This entire sort of. (laughs) genre of person makes my blood boil yeah and and genre of television show and the whole thing i you know i'm glad you're getting i'm glad you're getting some enjoyment out of it uh you know i i'm glad it's everyone's just making money on it it's wild i don't i don't know man whatever it sounds <laughs> it's an insane thing to watch as someone with a real job you know <laughs> like it sounds cursed it sounds absolutely 100 percent cursed Yes. Okay. So that was something I had. What do you got? What do I have? Danielle? Yeah. How do you feel about the great beyond? The great beyond. Hmm. Um, Like death? But also (laughs) the next frontier, outer space. Oh, Star Trucks? Is that what you're going to talk about? (laughs) I'm not talking about Star Trucks. Though there are some Star Treks in this show. What are you talking about? (laughs) I finally came around to watching For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. What the hell (laughs) are you talking about? Uh, It is a science fiction drama on Apple TV+. Plus. A service that I got for free when I bought an Apple TV a year and a half ago, and almost two years ago, and that Apple keeps extending and giving me more free months for, which I appreciate. Thank you very much. Wow. Because um, wow. I'm enjoying, I watched the first episode in here. I'll just tell you, tell you this. I'm a huge Ronald D. Moore fan. Oh, creator, Ronald D. Moore. Showrunner of the most recent Battlestar Galactica reboot. <laughs> okay. And he's, and he's running this show as well. And I watched can the I first episode. Say, can and I, I just can oh, I sorry. please just say I looked up Ronald D. Moore, and I've never seen a man who looks, who looks more, more like, like a Ronald D. Moore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. He kind of looks like uh, Peter Jackson. I mean, yeah, he he's he's turning into as all elder, you know, as all aging sci-fi writers do. He's turning into, you know, um, is he Scottish? No, he think he's American. 
All right. Well, he looks Scottish to me. Okay. Anyway. He's so turning you... into George Lucas, like we all are, with just a little, little puffy neck and just a little tiny beard. A little um, goatee. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, anyways, I mean, he also, by the way, ladies, ladies love RDM because he also created Outlander on Stars, which I don't know. Oh, did you yes. ever watch that show? No, I didn't. It's a sci fi show for the ladies. Yeah. But doesn't that show take place in Scotland? And in like the, yeah, it's like she time travels between like the 1940s England and like ye rustic Scotland with kilts. <laughs> right. And tell you what, there is a what? hot man in both timelines that mm. like she's kind of in love with. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and they offer different things. I lo- I do like that. You know, that reminds me of the show I'm watching. Anyways, but let's finish talking about I'm watching this show. Yeah. Called For All Mankind. I watched, I was so excited about it. I watched the first episode when it came out. I don't, I don't really care for the first episode that much, but many people, many people are saying, we're <laughs> saying, are saying that the show is actually pretty good. It gets, it gets stronger. And I, you know what? I toughed it out. And the show is a bit melodramatic, bit melodramatic okay. for my taste, but yeah. I cannot stop watching it. I'm really enjoying it. And there's outer space, there's rockets. There's ladies who go to outer space. There's Russia. There's intrigue. There's more needle drops than uh, our friend Josh's, you know, backyard up in Vancouver. Uh-huh. It is. It's 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 a good show. <laughs> if, if you like sci-fi stuff, I'd recommend it. I um am looking at the cast, and the only person I recognize is my favorite uh, tall Swede, yes. Joel Kinnaman. Yes. But that's well, it. It's not really a famous people cast, huh? What they well, spend the money on? The everyone's special effects? Beautiful. Everyone's beautiful in it. Yes. Yeah. Joel Kinnaman is Joel Kinnaman is all right. He's his character is a bit a bit rough around the edges to deal with. Okay. Michael Dorman is the the second lead on the show. Yeah. And man, he's the lead on a show called Patriot on Amazon. If you have not watched the show. This show Patriot is like Probably one of my favorite things from the last 10 years. Some I saw someone brilliantly describe it as if 24 were the lobster. <laughs> or if like Yorgos Lanthimos made like two seasons of 24. Right. Uh, so this guy, Michael Dorman, is the star of that. And he's incredible in that. And he he's good in this. You know what else they, he's good in? They play him. They, they make it. They make great use of him. What? He's great playing the brother of the main, the titular Invisible Man in the Elizabeth Moss Invisible oh, Man. Oh, he's in that too. <laughs> yeah, he's really I didn't good in see it. it. He's uh, a very he's, good actor. He's no, he's absolutely even from that part. I thought he was great. He, he is, he is a tall, beautiful fucking weirdo. Yeah, and any show that knows how to take advantage of how weird this guy is, like. Mm-hmm is just on a different level. And for all mankind is on a different level because they cast him. He is a tall, handsome weirdo and they fucking let him be weird as fuck in this show. And I'm all about it. We respect that. That's it. That's the end. Shall we stay in the land of sci-fi television? (laughs) Yes, let's do. Um, Let's get lost, Brett. You and me. I'm throwing away my compass. Um, and I'm buying two tickets to Sydney on Ocean I have to get, 15. 
Yeah, I have to get comfortable. So I'm at season two, episode like 12 of Lost. Oh, man. <laughs> she is doing it. You're watching like five a day? We're watching like three a night. Oh, my God. So, so here's the thing. Uh, Danny's sniffing little pig, okay? The writing is starting to spoil uh, already. Already oh, no. there are some characters and some choices being made that are very annoying to me. So we've met... We've met Ana Lucia, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Love her. Oh, yes. <laughs> we've met... I love Anna, Michelle. I don't love her character. We've we've met, like, this new... So there's, like, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's group. And now there's this... And then there's this other group... The tailies. Just, like, dirty hicks. Pardon? Well, there's the people in the tail. The tailies. <laughs> yeah, the right? tailies. That's Michelle's group. Yeah. Then, but then there's this other mysterious group, and I haven't learned much about them yet, but they annoy me already. They're so fucking annoying. They're not scary. They're not threatening. They're annoying. So Who's in them? Like Mr. So far, Echo? No, Mr. Echo is part of the tailies. So far, oh, yeah. the only person you see is this, like, honestly, it's like cornbread from BBOTT. He's like this dirty, rotund man with a southern accent. And he's the only person you've seen so far because instead of seeing the rest of them, he just says like, show them. And they all put up their like lanterns or their sticks with fire. So you can see there's a lot of them, but you can't see like who they are and what. There's no explanation. There's no like, they're just like, we don't want you on our island. And I'm just like, yeah, the plane crash survivors don't want to be on your island either. So there's really no problem here. You want you don't want, you want to know who wants to stay on the island though? John Locke. Your boy Locke. Yeah. <laughs> John Locke, my man. Ugh, John he Locke. can walk, man. He, I know. You can't take that away from him. Don't tell him what he can't do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really I am happy that they killed off Boone and Shannon, the the brother and sister who had oh, sex. Oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was such an insane. Now that was crazy. Why did they do that? I, Why did they I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Why? They introduce a brother and sister. And they're then, hot. And they're, they're hot. hot. They're the two Red hottest hot. cast members. <laughs> Red hot. They, they take the trouble of including them in the whole first season and a half, showing their personalities, giving them a light development, and then make, and making a big point of like, we're brother and sister. And everyone's like, okay. And then in a flashback, Show that he's in love with her, which, oh, then they spell out then, but we're step-siblings. Oh, okay. Then they show that he's in love with her, and then they had sex at some point, and then they just kill him. So what was the point? What was the point? And then she dies too. You're on the lost train, man. <laughs> You're on the I lost train. Like... Get ready for all sorts of weird new people with horrible backstories <laughs> to join up with a group and then die. And here's another thing I don't understand. Julie Bowen plays Jack's well, ex-wife. Ex-wife. Who, for, yeah. Through a miracle. They meet because she gets into a car crash. So she goes to the emergency room. And he's her And surgeon. he's the doctor. Yeah. He's the doctor. He's like telling her, listen, you're never going to walk again. And she's like, really? Then how come I'm wiggling my toes? Miracle. Miracle alert. And then somehow they get married. Um I don't know how that relationship developed from that. That was crazy some already. Hippo, some HIPAA violations were broke. <laughs> yeah. For love. But then we don't even see, I'm sure they'll show, I guess, later. But like, then it's like, they got married and now things are bad. 
and she wants to leave him. I'm like, who could leave Jack Shepard? He is a great guy. I mean, is he? Okay. Or is he? Or is, I mean, he's a good guy. He's just got some demons. He's just a bit serious. He's a sweetie pie, in my opinion. But, you know, I mean, maybe she'd have more fun with Sawyer. Ugh, Sawyer is awful. Okay, let <laughs> oh, me okay. just tell you right now. I think he sucks. He's got a terrible attitude. I don't think it's endearing. I don't think he's, it's cute. He's a grown man. I hate how they're all like, uh-huh. oh, sorry. He's like, he's like, you're fat to Hurley. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, Sawyer. He's like, I'm, if I could, I would kill you all to all of them. And they're like, uh-huh. it's not charming to me. There was really a hot minute there in 2006 where Josh Holloway, who played Sawyer, was going to be the next Harrison Ford. He's a hunk for sure, but I don't like the character. Many things in Lost actually mostly don't age well. (laughs) Sawyer actually is like a fine wine in the show, and I think they find more for him to do. Okay, because the his, show goes on. His initial backstory also sucks. So I'm like, why do I care? It's so convoluted. It's like when I was a kid, my mother and father got scammed by a con man. So when I grew up, I became a con man. And then I killed um someone, but I took his name because he was also a con man. Anyway, my name's Sawyer. Like it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about our boy Desmond? Desmond. Oh, so he's only been in like one episode so far. Oh, okay. so, so yeah. But he seems Not, he, yeah. he he seems like he's been through a lot. He has. <laughs> he has. All right. But yeah, you're a little bit uh, yeah. Not too much Desmond. No, not yet. Yeah. All right. But I figured he'd come back. They've spent too much time like setting him up that yeah. I, I need more explanation. There's too many like, <laughs> ooh, what a spooky thing. <laughs> but like no actual uh resolvedness resolution well if you want resolution watch a different show i would yeah i'd point you to i'd point you to like <laughs> the west tri- wing yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> the chicago the, tri- the trial i'm just chicago on the imdb setting. for this show and i'm like oh my god look at all these fucking characters on this show yeah there's so the show just throws anytime it doesn't know what to do it just throws more characters at you and i was so in deep on this show with like charts and screen caps <laughs> and stuff and like oh is this guy's here this guy's there oh my god and yeah like i knew all these people's names because then i remember too when this was coming out like they would do over the summer, they would release these little like webisode things. Oh with, like, my God. Clues. A they were clues about shit. Yeah. It was just more fucking, it was just more, just more little things to send you on a, just on a wild duck goose Raul chase. Goose chase. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm so glad you're in on this. Um, I am too. I'm, I'm excited to go down this, like into the fury pits of hell. Uh, I already see why this show drove people insane because it's starting already. But that's and that's you're like not even at the bad. You're like not even at the bad stuff yet. I know. Well, it's also watching it all consecutively like this. It's probably like the power that maybe some of these moments had, like of all the new people throwing up their fire sticks in unison. If you watch that live with a week in between shows, you might be like, whoa, exciting, something new. Watching it after all these episodes where there's a bunch of questions and a bunch of things still not resolved, it's like, oh, now this? 
I don't care about this. I don't care and about then, these people. As you get to like the end of season six, you turn into the Judge Judy thing and you're like <laughs> looking at your watch and tapping. You're like, what? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? When are we going to end it? And then you like see how they end a bunch of stuff and you're like, oh, Mike, I, I just remember the major <laughs> thing right now that I blocked out of my memory. I can't wait to talk to you about this in like a month. I know. I mean, there, I just hope I can stay on it because if it gets really bad, you know, life is short and the weather's nice outside. If it gets bad, I will also be, gladly explain what happens. Okay. Tell you All what right. happens. That's a deal. Um, that sounds good. I've uh, got a couple couple questions, couple menchies. Menchies. To run through and then we can wrap up here. MREP2. Thank you, MREP2. I watched an Instagram live with some of the house guests and Ty said sunlight has not given him the 10K. I wonder <laughs> if he's grilling yet. Wow. Spot Spotlight, sunlight. Answer us on this podcast. Yeah, we demand Live answers. up to your promise. We had to see, we had to see a mention of your, your sick ass soap every week for 10 weeks. And you haven't lived, you haven't given our boy 10K. Cut Come the check. On. Cut the check. Cut, cut the, the crap Ty, and cut the check. Sean fucking deserves it. He earned it. Uh, RB Clip says, what's up, RB? Do the cage trilogy, Con Air face off the rock. I know you'll be down for this. I could do that in my sleep. I've seen yeah, those exactly. movies so many times. I, I really <laughs> can't think of three action movies I've seen more than those. <laughs> I know. Maybe like True Lies. Um, yeah, like maybe The Matrix. I would consider Jurassic Park an action adventure film. Right. Yeah. Terminator 2, I guess. Mm. Maybe. But no, not even those three. Armageddon. Armageddon. We'll say this for another time, but these this is like the best three movie run maybe, by any actor ever. Yeah. Maybe we should do that for our July 4th episode. All three and movies? Yeah. In Celebration of America, we'll Each discuss. Each movie deserves a full podcast. <laughs> no, we can't. There's no way. Each movie deserves 25 minutes each. <laughs> So uh, back to Julie. We'll bookend this. Yeah. On May 11th, four, three days ago, we got some hints that that BB was coming. And JCM tweeted some BTS. That's behind the scenes for you, <laughs> for you lay people. Some BTS pics of her doing a little photo shoot. And I tell you, she was wearing a fit. She was by the pool. Yep. She had a cameraman. He was wearing a mask. A guy holding a light. He's wearing a mask. Some other guy just sitting on the floor doing nothing. He's wearing a mask. <laughs> and she's wearing like boot cut. <laughs> I would say jeans. I'd say boyfriend jeans. They're a loose oh, wow. fit. They're wow. a loose fit. Those are quarantine jeans for real. They're light. They're light blue. <laughs> they're been, light wash. Yeah, they're a very light wash. <laughs> they've been through the wash many times. And a blazer. Mm -hmm. that I had to zoom in on. At first, I was going to call it like an acid wash, but mm -hmm. no, it's just sort of a teal, purple, pink pattern there. Also it's light, also very light. Very, I mean, the same hue, hue as the jeans. How do we perhaps, feel? Perhaps a, um, a tie-dye-esque blazer, we could say. Yeah, she's also absolutely. wearing. She's wearing a chunky bracelet. And thick Always. rings across her many digits. She has a very, she has a stiletto heel. 
It is a, okay, so here's where we really go off the rails. It is a black, thick platform and then a stiletto heel, patent leather it looks like, with this very light wash denim ensemble. This look is confusing, messy, yeah. unhinged, and chaotic. <laughs> and if that's what we have in store for BB23, <laughs> sign me up. It's a hot. This is like boozy drinks at the Four Seasons at 1 p.m., PTA <laughs> meeting at 3 p.m. is the yeah. energy. Is like <laughs> drunk, rich mom. Um, I I don't know. I'm not going to give it a hot. I'm not going to give it a hot. I refuse. All right. Maybe I'm just in such the be- jeans. Uh... The jeans are too thick. <laughs> <laughs> They're too chunky. <laughs> It's too much of a boot cut for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you're wearing some boots with it, I actually might change it. But with this chaotic, as you mentioned, chaotic evil shoe. Check the alignment. (laughs) I wish you guys could see Brett dancing around his mic right now. I should also mention for the last six weeks, two months, I bought a standing desk <laughs> and I have started doing the podcast standing by halfway through the BB the energy season. is unmatched. Yeah. That's why I've been on a roll. I've yeah. been standing for all podcasts and it's, it's reinvigorated me. I, I'll never sit for a podcast in the rest of my life. Oh, I love that. I love that for you. Well, everyone, <laughs> thank you so much for your questions and comments. This is one of several pop culture centric Hey Julie episodes that we will be doing until BB premieres in July. If you have, we love the recommendation of the Nicolas Cage movies. So if you have any other suggestions or things happening during the week that we need to address, please send them in at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. And you can also always send us an email, <laughs> Hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. We love it. We love it. Well, I mean, what about what about Memorial Day for our Nick Cage Fest? Yeah, I'm down. Listen, right. I'm telling you, I could do that podcast in my sleep. I've seen these movies so many times. Yeah. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> Put the bonnet down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's This was a wild one, and I feel like we're only warming up here uh, in terms of non-BB pods here. We got seven weeks. Uh, yeah. Danielle, you hit all So uh, on that note, I'm ready to call it. Goodbye, Julie. Bye, Julie. (laughs) 